I don't know how prevalent this problem is in the podcast universe, but uh, we accidentally made too much content. Uh, I wanted to do a, a uh, closing little outro thing with Paul um, earlier to uh, break down our first crossover episode, and that went for like 45 minutes, so it's its own thing now. So, uh, yeah, I'm just going to get right into it. I'm I'm crashing out, but I, I thought I'd throw this up too because it was supposed to go in that episode, but it's just... it It decided it needed to be its own thing. So, uh, this is Crossover Breakdown with Prowl. <laughs> okay, so let's get into it. Hopefully Beefy's not too much of a little bitch. On the line, <laughs> our executive producer, Paul Beck. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, what did what did you think? Um, I really enjoyed it. I mean, all over the place, and you know, covered a lot of really interesting stuff, and just an awesome conversation, really. Right, the mindbreaker thing, like that's that's <laughs> that's totally a thing now. So, if you are one of our patro people, uh, and actually support the show at some capacity, but we'll be, we'll be doing like pools, uh, in, you know, like idea pools for like these mind breaker questions and we can just build lists of them together. And if we get like, uh, if we can find some, like, I guess the kids use like Reddit or something to like up rank and down rank shit. So we can, uh, maybe we can find a teenager to help us figure out how to do that. Uh, but yeah, if we could, if we could find a way to have like that be part of the thing that like, if you're supporting the show, if you're a patron, you're a participant. So yeah, you guys can help us write those questions. Cause it's, I want to have a very, very large bag of very, very diverse questions and find a way to draw them at random. Uh, if possible, I think that would just like mixing the show up even more. Yeah, I dig it. And we'll put some we'll put some more um traditional and some more like generic type stuff in there as well. And then some fun ones like Space Force. I was just like, why the fuck not? Lab grown meat, I think is a good one. Cause that's a, that's like they're just little baby prompts. You could I could riff on lab grown meat for like half an hour. <laughs> you know, so they're just like little seeds. <laughs> yeah, that's the nice thing about them is it just it opens up conversation no matter what, you know, they're open ended questions that uh kind of bring out a bunch of discussion mm-hmm. no matter who you're talking to. And it's always going to be slightly different. Yeah. Right. This, sh- this show's evolved like a, a lot. I initially went into it thinking I just wanted to do like interviews, like sit down interviews. And I, I, I still want to do that, but I, you know, really like, I just want to have real conversations with real people who are cool as fuck like boys you know, and uh, so many of the people that we've had on the show, everybody that we've had on the show so far really has, you know, cool and interesting stories to tell. And uh, I feel like having that grab bag of questions to draw from be super cool. So we're we're going to, we are definitely going to do that. <laughs> uh, full credit to boys. I'll probably even put a little thing on our website or something. <laughs> uh, so what were, what were your takeaways? What were the standout moments for you? Um, 
Or did you have notes? I thought. Yeah, yeah, I do. It's, but but just like the show, my notes are all over the place. I'm kind of trying to. Because you're uh, like a nerd like that and you take notes. Yeah, yeah, I do. If I don't, I'll forget shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, one note. Uh, He was talking about that new Time Machine movie. That that that's, it is. You, you you definitely need to watch that. Okay. <laughs> that is a good movie. Um, uh, this but, mic uh, setting is is very is very crunchy. Is with, it with with the laughs? Yeah. Ah, uh, gotcha. I'll try to be less funny. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, I'll check that out. It, it'll join the like hundred other movies that are on the list of shit that I still have. Yeah, to watch. yeah. Well, Alan, Alan I gotta Turing, catch up with culture. It's yeah, going too fast, man. Yeah, Alan Turing movie. The uh, mm, I, I can't, I can't mm-mm. think of what it's called at the moment, but uh, Imitation Game. Yeah, there you go. No, there I can't. Go. I can't. That <laughs> needs to be first on the list. That needs to like go ahead of whatever work you have to do. Like, <sighs> like if you're at work, you need to go and take a break and watch that movie. <laughs> I don't have that kind of job, no. But it, it, yeah, I mean, I I still need to get Josh to watch Fifth Element and the Lego movies, and we're gonna do movie reviews on the after show for that. I've never seen Josh's Lego never... movies. What? No. You need to watch the Lego movie. Start at the beginning. Start with the first Lego movie, then watch Lego Batman, and then watch Lego Movie Two. Do it. Oh. <laughs> I'm oh. not even playing. Lego Batman. I'm playing. Oh. Oh, Lego Batman was the best. <laughs> but but what happens if I don't like Batman? I don't like Batman. Lego okay. Batman is the best Batman. He's the only Batman that I like. Fuck all the other Batmans. Only, all of them. The even Batman. even Baby Batman from that fucking uh, Gotham TV show. Fuck Baby Batman. Fuck grown-ass Batman. Fuck old Batman. Fuck new Batman. Fuck this like robot Batman thing that they're doing with the LED eyes now. Fuck that Batman. Man, um, fuck Batman. Lego Batman is the only real Batman. <laughs> the only one I really enjoyed was when Danny DeVito was the penguin. Like, I, I can't. Even, yeah. Yeah, that was good shit. <laughs> that was. Oh, man. Uh, I wonder if he ever dresses up like that for Halloween. He fucking should. He really should, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I wonder. He was showing up at Halloween parties and shit and Hollywood. See, if I was an actor, I'd have fun with it like that, man. Oh yeah, yeah that'd too. be funny as shit. That's such an iconic character. Yeah. Oh man, we're 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 tangenting, and yeah, I'm, I'm hearing noises out there. It sounds like people activity and dog activity. Uh, okay. No, I can't Next on it, your notes. Good. Oh, we didn't do the notes sound. I'll 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 put it in. <laughs> There's a notes sound. I didn't know there was a notes sound. You didn't see that? You didn't hear the thing I made for notes? Notes. No. If if I did, I forgot. Notes. Notes. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I I uh I just did that. I went notes, and then I like I like flex pitched it into like a harmony thing. So I was like notes, <laughs> and then it has like this like echo effect on it where it goes. <laughs> it's great. Oh, it, was, it was just totally rad. I, what was that fucking during the uh, the climate town hall one? That was that was great. <laughs> I was just like said I was waiting for the guys to come over. I was uh, waiting for Josh, and I'm like, "What? Well, oh, I'll just fuck around with some sound effects." And I did that whole Andrew, yay! 
<laughs> thing in the uh, the notes thing. Notes. notes. Yeah, it's it's a thing. We're doing it now. Yeah, I don't remember the notes one, but yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, must not have been that memorable. Yeah. Back to your notes. notes. No, I can't even get that high. Notes. Mm. I can't do it. Notes. <laughs> but um, yeah. I think my favorite line of voices in the whole thing was uh, if one of my kids think the earth is flat, I'm shutting that shit down. (laughs) (laughs) That was good shit. (laughs) But um, yeah, I thought his, uh, his reasons for, uh, for picking Venus over Mars on the mind breaker question was really interesting. I hadn't thought of it that way. Um, that's it's kind of a loaded question in the way that I phrased it. Right, right, yeah. Because I'm I'm partial. I fucking love Mars, but I would much rather do the, like the super cool cloud city on Venus as opposed to the sad underground place on Mars. It's cold. Yeah, it's like you said. <laughs> so that was in the phrasing of the question. That was not a fair question because I'm like, do you want to do totally cool Venus or boo boring Mars? It's kind of like how I would the uh, lightsaber versus phaser one in the notes. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you like, do you want a dumb lightsaber and obviously cool Star Trek phaser? <laughs> That's one of the questions. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a, we we can have we can have a lot of fun with the mind breaker questions, and they could range from. Like, I really want to deep into like deep phys- philosophical questions and frame them in a, in a different way, like in a futuristic way or, uh, so, you know, like I was saying, like doing like a 21st intent, 21st century interpretation of, you know, like Plato's cave and shit, which already kind of exists. I mean, the matrix is already kind of that, but, uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. Take, like the trolley problem. Like I, I, I want to find something, some kind of astrophysical scenario to play out that is a variation of the trolley problem. I've, I've been thinking about it's like a really hard stuff. one. It's totally possible. I know we can do it. It's just gonna take some. Action. Yeah, that's why I was thinking asteroid deflection because when you deflect an asteroid, you're like every spot in between the spot where it's predicted to hit and the spot where it's predicted to pass that you're moving it to, you have to like cross over other territory. That's like a line. (laughs) So you're, you're diverting it in a way where you're inadvertently or really advertently, you're putting other countries at risk by deflecting it in that, in that deflection maneuver if you don't get all the way it could land in some other country and that costs like a huge thing so yeah i want to play with play with that idea some variation of the trolley problem Mm -hmm. oh yeah 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 because i'm a fucking nerd i don't know yeah (laughs) yeah Uh, fair questions about logic are always fun (laughs) but um yeah i I would have I, I would have picked Venus over Mars myself. It's just I had different reasoning. I, I just thought the hmm. way that he was thinking about it was interesting. My entire reason is just uh, how exciting it would be to actually explore, you know, with uh, probes and whatnot from up in the clouds. It's an extremely dynamic landscape. Well, yeah, I mean, you yeah. have like rivers of lava. It's raining sulfuric acid. It's like the atmosphere is just like 
thick as hell. You'd be crushed like a can and cooked like a fucking uh, pizza in the oven or like what? What is it? 90, 90 seconds, I think. Neil deGrasse Tyson listed. You could put a <laughs> frozen pizza out on the well, yeah, outside I, on visa cooking <laughs> like ninety. Well, I can't, th- I can't something. think of the name of the. I, that's probably wrong. It's, uh, it's I don't. Even I'm a couple beers in. Whatever. <laughs> we're almost, we're almost practically into after show territory. I just needed to get this episode out, and I know you. Uh, we've been talking all day because I've been reviewing posts, you know, like on my phone and shit mm-hmm. uh, for this because I wanted to make sure it was pristine because it was going out on both shows. Right. Um. So yeah, you've. You've heard it and been we've been chatting about it today. So oh, yeah. yeah, I wanted to get your thoughts on that and kind of add, add that at the end of the episode, which is already very chonky. It's a chonky episode, but I, I dig it. I think I, I, honestly, I felt like it could go longer. Something I really did. Like by the time it was over, I I see. I'm I'm I am weird about this. I don't. I want to keep it open, right? I also want to be mindful of the guests time, whoever's sitting down with me and mindful of the listeners time, because I, I know that, you know, there is, there is like an attention span thing that, so I'm trying to find the sweet spot, man. I don't want to have time constraints, but at the same time, I'm, I'm also being mindful of other people's time or, or trying to be. So I, I don't know. Oh, it totally could have gone on longer. Absolutely. No, we chatted, uh, after, after we cut, cause you have to stay on with Zencaster until all the files, uh, finalized right. or whatever. Yeah. We stayed on for another 15, 20 minutes. It could have gone all night. Yeah. I, I could talk to that guy for ever, yeah. forever. He is super. Yeah, cool. I'm, I'm hoping we do a lot more stuff with him because yeah, he's, definitely really interesting i i really really enjoyed your guys's conversation i wish i would have been able to sit through it with you but um yeah yeah um, yeah man super cool we're gonna work with him more i i guarantee you we will work with yeah, him more i hope so um, he's gonna get on our on our humanity first thing for sure right, right and then uh i mean from there he's just he's just a cool cool person to have like as a correspondent it's like check in with her buddy and do like a regular, like a, like a crossover check-in. Like, hey, how's it going over there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, yeah, man. Just, I uh, love collaboration. This, this idea of collaboration, it, it's, I'm all about yeah. it. I, I just had two more things um, that kind of mm. stood out to me. Um, the idea that uh, Space Force should be an international organization, if anything, I agree with 150%. Um, Right, some like a a comparison to the UN is good. Yeah, or uh, or uh, to, or NATO, like NATO in space it's, is, I think, would be absolutely critical. Yeah, I don't know if um, it was you it, or him that sound, the idea of the overview effect, but that's exactly what I think it would do. It would kind of bring everybody together, you know, yeah. eliminate borders in a way. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, we definitely need an international thing. And actually, I just made, I just made a note earlier today. I don't have my notepad in here, but I listened to um, a bunch of different podcasts. And one of the ones that I really like is Planetary Radio. That's the uh, Planetary Society's podcast. And 
Casey Dreyer, their like um their main like outreach guy. He he does a lot of shit like on Capitol Hill, like actually organizing and uh, you know, getting helping actually fund space exploration. Super cool guy. But he brought up this this point that like space exploration is like one of the most powerful tools that we have in terms of like diplomacy and global cooperation. I mean, you can do amazing things and, and in space is just one of these things where it gets people. It, it, the, the overview effect, man, it's, it, it changes you. And when you, when you see like when humans can actually work together like that on this, amazing fucking thing it is such a powerful yeah, I mean, force it, it doesn't you know for for international cooperation global yeah, it, it cooperation doesn't make sense for individual countries to do it themselves i mean it's you know if we actually pooled our resources together and actually shared our technology and not trying to make it a, a race with everything like whose dick is bigger like you guys were saying yeah it's it, it doesn't make sense that it's an individual thing like that. It just further separates people. It's a giant robber's cave experiment, you know. It's just, it's ridiculous. And I agree 150% that NASA, NASA should be uh, a worldwide organization. Definitely. Oh, it absolutely should be. I mean, they have observatories and stuff around the world, and they, and they work very closely right. with other agencies, like the Canadian Space Agency, JAXA, which is, Japanese Space Agency, ESA, European Space Agency, they do a ton with them. So, but yeah, I, I mean, in international cooperation, like from a um, like diplomatic point is like crucial, but I think it, we need to reframe, and this is a total tangent, tangent bell, what the fuck ever. We need to reframe how we, how we think about space exploration I think in general as a species yeah, exactly. because it needs to be, it doesn't just need to be international. It needs to be global because little over 50 years ago when the first men walked on the moon, you could go anywhere on this goddamn planet. You could go to the most remote fucking village in untouched fucking lands. Everybody knew, everybody knew their names. You know what I mean? Like, like that was, that was an achievement for us, for all mankind. That wasn't America. It says on the fucking lander, we came in peace for all mankind. And I think we need to get back to that ethos. Yep. You know, all of the space agencies of, of the world need to come together. There's like 175 or something, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Something like that. I th everybody should have their own, but it, it needs to be interconnected. It needs to be a global effort. Uh, which is kind of like why I wish we would work with China more. I think China's doing their own space station and they're just like, you know, we don't want to play with you or whatever. <laughs> but there needs to be, you know, but they're they're doing a moon base too, I think. I'm pretty sure. So they're trying to do their own space thing and I I I really wish that the countries were were more kind of aligned and i mean if we can if we can do it with if we can build the international space station with russia after the cold war we can work with china and i think it's it's one of those things that's just gonna bring people together bring you know the globe together in a cool and meaningful Definitely. way and it kind of has to i mean you know it's it's 
our next step is to actually be able to cooperate like that instead of fucking fighting with each other over all kinds of dumb shit. Really, what we need to do is just work together yeah. and advance science together. And it's exactly how we should be looking at it as us as a species, not us with this color flag and these borders, you know, against those other guys with their flag and their borders. It's bullshit. Yeah. You need to get up that high for some, sometimes you just need to get up that high and look down to see how dumb some of this shit is. We could do be, we could be doing so much cooler shit as a species. And, uh, it's about embracing that, that, you know, one, that humanity first thing. It's, it's about all of us. It's, it's about humanity. It's not, you know, us them thing. Did you have any other notes on, on that episode? But they're all just kind of conversation. Tangents. Um, I covered the main ones here. Yeah, you you mentioned that you had a thought on because um, I I random solipsism randomly oh, popped into oh, my right, head, right. and I think you had a I think you had thoughts on that, right? Which I, I totally did not articulate right. Even <laughs> you just need to uh, I totally did not articulate that right, even when I was reading it on right. Wikipedia. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not a philosopher, whatever. But I I I found the word. I dug back into the, the 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 weird bank of nerd shit in the back of my head, and I was like, "What's that called? Solipsism." <laughs> yeah, it. And I I used the word egotistical. I meant egocentric. I'm sure you probably yeah, yeah. inferred that <laughs> as my as my uh, one of my bestest nerd friends and. Uh, executive producer of the show you probably were like yeah you probably meant yeah it's kind of something that uh, i know you and i both have to do a lot with people not uh yeah a lot of people aren't scientifically literate whatsoever so or even literate so <laughs> but um mm. yeah uh it's it's one of those things that's hard to put into words but i'm not sure that i agree that the one thing we can be sure of is our own consciousness. I'm not sure if I agree with you guys on that. Oh, yeah, Sam Harris's yeah. point. Um, it's, it's just, it, it, it depends on how you define consciousness and this can go into a whole thing, a whole thing. Consciousness at its core is just, subjective experience it's what it's like to be like right, something right. um and and one of these thing uh, one of the thought experiments uh, that's brought up a lot i can't cite it i've heard it a million times is the comparison to like what's it like to be a bat you know what's it like to have you know like to navigate by sonar right, and that right. shit and there's like, playing, is like like as 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 a different version of uh, of consciousness, the 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 core of it, the core of it is just like I am calling myself I, I'm experiencing, I'm <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> a couple of beers in, I'm sitting, I'm feeling, I'm thinking, you know, I'm having subjective experience in what I am experiencing as reality. I could be completely mistaken about what oh, yeah, that reality can... actually is. I could be in the matrix. 
I could be a code on alien hard drive. I could be a brain in a vat. I could be a fucking weird robot. I could be a kid's science experiment. I don't know. The, the actual nature of it almost doesn't matter in the, in terms of how consciousness manifests itself. And this is kind of like, this gets back into the whole AI and robotics thing. It's like, when con- it doesn't even matter if it's really there once it manifests itself like we have to operate <laughs> under the assumption that it's there because we don't fully understand what the fuck it is right. you know what i mean it's 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 a trippy thing like we will helplessly treat these creatures as conscious whether we like it or not of course there's going to be some fucking psychopaths who who are going to take that to some west world level shit and and you know, use that to take out all kinds of, uh, you know, crazy fantasies. And that's actually something that I want to talk about in AI and uh, robotics at some point in the future, like the ethics of, uh, you know, like human robot relationships and like, what's like, how ethical is like robot prostitution as like an example, or like, you know, especially when you start incorporating in like ideas of like primitive consciousness and oh man, so many fucking rabbit holes go down. What's that? Um, what's that theory of consciousness that it scales like down, it's like a fundamental property of nature, and it goes down to like, like on some. It's just a matter of complexity. Like on some, it like consciousness is a fundamental force of nature, and you can go all the way down. Like a photon of light has some kind of, some kind of conscious awareness you know, of itself or like, you know, single celled organisms in the fucking ocean, they can tell which way the light's coming from, you know, so they can get, they have some kind of primitive consciousness. What if it's like, what it's like, what if it's like turtles all the way down, like all the way to the fucking building blocks of nature and consciousness is just this emergent property of, of things that get complex enough in architecture that, oh man. Yeah, I'm not- See, I can I can totally riff on that idea, yeah, but I can't, I can't remember what that's called. <laughs> I know what you're referencing, but um, I it's somewhere in it's somewhere in my gigantic stack of notes. But I want to explore that idea, and I want to explore the ethics of uh, you know, like robotics and, and artificial intelligence and shit. And like, I so need to get into that, especially like, like transhumanist shit. When we talk about like upgrading our brains and our, our bodies, you know, with technology, <laughs> like there are so many cool places to go. So that, that's the thing guys. That's another thing holding the show back. There are too many fucking cool directions to go in and we can't pick. We it's hard, man. But, um, yeah man we just all of them at the same time that's why it's good that it's good to have multiple people in on it and it's it's good to have multiple people planning we gotta we gotta sit down here soon and do our first board meeting which uh will be fun we're gonna plan out the show with uh you know our board members which is a patreon here just in case you're wondering <laughs> But yeah, um, but yeah man uh we back to my uh, yeah back to where, my, where are you at what Yes. Here, but um, my, my whole thing with it is, we can say that we all experience our own consciousness, and everything experiences some kind of consciousness. But how do we say that with any certainty when we can't even agree on what 
reality is, like what the consciousness is. Like my blue could be your red and we would never know, you know, it's. Exactly. It's, it's a matter of making the distinction between physical reality and subjective experience. We all experience things very differently. You know, there are people who are blind. There are people who are colorblind. There are people who are deaf. There are people, you know, they don't have any, any, uh, reference frame for other states of shit so it's it's yeah and it's it's, it's really that, i mean even I with science which is the best thing we have for scientific methods the best thing we have for discerning what's reality and what's just hokum basically but it's nothing can really be proven nothing can be proven 100 percent beyond a shadow of a doubt you know nothing can nothing can really be said entirely certainly it can be said extremely probabilistically you know like up to 99.9 to the hundredth power you know but 99.9999 fucking and up to infinity you know but we can never say anything exactly for sure and that's what really kind of twist my head around when I try to get to thinking about it because like what if we really are in like some sort of a simulation or something I mean there's nobody in the world that can prove that we're not yeah it, it, it could be it could be totally illusory how we experience our everyday walking around on the planet it could be completely illusory it could be completely different for every single person i i, I believe you it know, is to some extent like you said like my, my red would be your blue and like we we would never know because of this that's just right what right. we call that you know and it's so 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 the the point of that um in in terms of like the one thing in the universe that we can be absolutely certain of is, is being is our own consciousness. I get that part. It's, it's certainly like, well, you're there to ask the question, aren't you? You're there to think about it. You're it's, it's all about this, the subjective experience, what it's like to be like something. See, my, it's my like instinct, something to be Paul. It's like my, something my to be wants to agree with that, like the logical part of me can't prove that. I mean, it seems really obvious, you know, but that's, uh, that, a fallacy to fall into sometimes is, you know, just because something seems obvious means it's true. And yeah. Yeah. No. And I'm one of these people who like, I, I don't, I don't accept science's dogma, but you know, I think it's safe to say that water is made out of, uh, hydrogen and oxygen, (laughs) like two plus two equals four. Like I feel like there are there are things that we can extremely be extremely certain, certain yeah, about. 100%. Uh like global warming, uh we have thermometers. You know what I mean? Like we can be certain. Of course there are mar- errors of margin errors, whatever. Uh a couple beers in here. We're well into after show yeah, territory definitely. now. We should call it soon. <laughs> but uh but y- y- you know what I mean? It, like like evolution is yeah. a fucking fact. Like that's not, that's even, even using the word theory is inappropriate unless you're talking about specifically, unless you're talking about like the theory of evolution by natural selection as proposed by Darwin and Wallace. Was it Wallace? I always forget the other guy's name. I'm pretty sure I remembered it this time. 
But, um, oh man, tangents. See, fuck. But uh, fuck. Yeah, it's. it's ah, I lost my train of thought on where I was going with that. Yeah, but yeah, me too, man. It's been a long <laughs> it day. has been a long day. I've been <laughs> up since five a.m. and now it's eleven twelve. So. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh boy. Well, yeah. Plenty of uh, plenty of golden ass content in this episode. This is this is a good one, and we will uh, will definitely continue these conversations and, and, and those like to, them uh, very soon on Mindwave. Later in a future episode, so stay tuned for that shit. <laughs> yes, please do keep the notes. I think we should we should explore. Uh, we should explore that more. We should explore consciousness. Yeah, why the hell uh, not the every other philosopher, scientist type fucking thinker before us has? Yeah, I I don't even think of myself even re- remotely a quasi <laughs> philosopher. I like I like exploring the ideas, but I don't I don't think well, that's of what philosophers do. They explore certainly. those ideas. Yeah, well, I'm I'm. You know, again, again, this has to go. This goes back to being like academically illegitimate, like, (laughs) (laughs) like academically, I am absolutely illegitimate. I have no credibility academically whatsoever. I do want to put that on the record (laughs) for the audience in case any is sometime down the line. Though this guy, this guy doesn't know shit. Uh, Yeah. I know. I didn't go to school. <laughs> I got a computer. I'm pretty good at those. <laughs> I, I, I went to school, but I kind of skipped oh, the high school part and yeah, started. Yeah. <laughs> I had the opposite thing. I, I skipped I went the school, school part. Middle school, skipped the high school part, got my GED, and then went to the college part. So, yeah. I, I'm missing some foundational shit yeah, there for man. sure academia man it's got a weird architecture i can't i don't i've yeah it would be extremely difficult formal education yeah it is, for, it is for me difficult. as well it's all about all about autodidacticism i'd rather just like give me time i will teach myself how to do that shit i don't i i, I get it i don't i don't need you standing up there telling me the shit i i know how to find that information and put that in my brain. I've always yeah, been Yeah, like I've that. always been that way too. So. It's just I'm I'm very curious and you know people look at me funny when I tell them I don't ever want to stop going to school, but it's because I want to keep learning and I want to keep forcing myself into situations where I have to I have to perform to a certain level like it it pushes me, you know, it's like incentive for me to keep going and not get lazy on it for months or years or you know what i mean mm. and there's there is value to having some kind of like structured thing being pushed at you so if you real, if you really wanted to learn you know astrophysics there is a linear step to do that like i have rough ideas about astrophysics can i do the math absolutely not like, can I, do I have like a rough concept of how stars are born and die and make new stars and where the universe came from? Yeah, absolutely. I just, uh, it's, yeah, there's, there's a, 
there's a barrier there somewhere somewhere in the the technical details my brain just goes i don't i can't do that why this there's shit for you got computers for that why are you doing that bro like anytime i try to do math like in my head my computer's like what are you doing see it's weird my My brain yeah my head computers like get the hand computer this is a waste of (laughs) it's you're wasting me on this like the math for (laughs) physics is math it 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 calculates differently in my head it's like simple math I get caught up on all the time and I'm just now realizing how I need to actually teach myself that and that I can't be taught that very effectively. But things like the math with uh, the physics cosmology classes I've been taking, it, it just, it seems to come really easily. For some reason, for some reason I can do that without any kind of really mental stress or strain, but trying to go back and, you know, multiply and divide fractions and stuff just, Oh my God. Yeah. It's totally different. There's, there's an intuitive nature to it. Okay. And this will be where we close it out because uh, we do got to wrap it up. There's an intuitive nature to physics. If, if you happen to exist in the world and see objects interacting, you know, like you, okay. 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 (laughs) This is a crazy thing. Every time you throw a ball, to a dog, what happens? They're doing integral and differential calculus in their fucking head. They're not they're not running the numbers. That's what they're doing. It's 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 an intuitive thing. You feel it. When you throw something, you you have an intuitive feeling of like where it's going. All that is described in math. Calculus yeah. describes all that shit. So you have an intuitive notion so you can you can expand on these ideas like okay this is what this is what gravity feels like here what happened you know what happens in this scenario uh where you know gravitational sources and 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 playing around with just things that you can intuit intuitive physics absolutely like a fucking dog i'll find that ball man it the the technical physics of like the equations and stuff i'm sure i could probably learn it just like i'd I could probably learn Mandarin. Uh, I just, I don't know how, how valuable that will be for, you know, what I want to do with my life. And that's, that's the thing my brain does. It prioritizes like, is it really worth it? Like to, or it's a hard drive. That's constantly like, are you sure? (laughs) Are you sure you want to add something else? There's too much shit in here. My brain just wants to learn everything. Like it can't prioritize. It's like, Oh, you don't know this. Why the fuck not? Why aren't you studying it? You know? I don't know. I've always had that like weird, like fear of wasting brain power on stupid shit. Like, like, or, or, or irrelevant stuff like memorizing pi to a million places. I'm like (laughs) 3.14159. That's all I need to know. See shit like that. We're good. Me. I don't know. I like any kind of. Yeah, I, it's, it's it is it is interesting. I just can't waste my brain on that. I don't. I don't know why. No, my brain won't let me waste it on that. Is a better way to uh, is a better way to put it. It's kind of like, and that's how it is with reading books too. I mentioned this earlier, since this is kind of like a get to know me <laughs> episode too. It's kind of like the same with with reading books. Like my brain, like when I I try to process like text, like I can read. Obviously, my reading comprehension skills are top fucking notch, but like it, it, it gets to this thing where like I'll be reading the same thing like over and over again, and it, it, it doesn't click or it doesn't register. Whereas like audio, it's like boom, 
like it's that it's in there now audio the the neuro connections just pop they just they they get it like visual text and that's why like the whole like sheet music thing never made any fucking sense to me like dots on the page put me in front of an obelisk in ancient egypt i will be able to decipher the fucking hieroglyphs easier than i will be able to read music i just uh, yeah oh man okay closing thoughts paul we're running long here it's it's been fucking fantastic so it's fine i love it i'm not i'm not complaining closing thoughts fucking awesome conversation we went on a good little tangent here um i really really fucking enjoyed you and voice um and yeah i just i really want i really want more of that more like that conversation could go on times 10 and you could still be talking about oh, some yeah. stuff. So all yeah, over the place. And I want, I want to go everywhere from like supernovae to sex robots. I really want to like, let's go fucking everywhere, man. Let's dig into everything. I'm so stoked for this show. I just, if we ever really come to the point where we have sex robots like that, they better be self-cleaning. I, I know. Right. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Beautiful place to end it. Fucking try and put it in a bathtub to wash it and shock Oh, man. <laughs> uh, if you enjoy this kind of banter, this shit happens in the after show pretty much exclusively. It's drunky and fun. Yeah. And if you want to get access to that, give us a dollar on Patreon because I'm going to be fucking slimy and do the self-promotion thing. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, this has been fucking fantastic. Uh, we will talk to you soon. We got debates coming up on, on Thursday. Josh is taking the day off. I'll be getting home and we will be digging right into the fucking debates. It's a three hour fucking thing. So, Oh, it's going to be a heavy one, but we are, uh, we might try to find a way to like pause it and then record like as it's going on. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out, but yeah, next episode is coming. Uh, we're going to record that Thursday. So that might be out Thursday night, but, uh, more than likely Friday evening our uh, our debate coverage from Houston. So that'll be the next thing going up. Uh, and then I also do have a, uh, a stargazer session episode coming up where I'm going to, um, uh, talk about some of the, um, goodies that our our patreon patro people will be getting uh very soon in the stargazer tier uh anyway yes that is it for me thank you for listening this has been super fun paul thanks for coming on and chatting with me for a bit we gotta do this more yeah. more no, yeah definitely definitely and and just one more thing yes everybody vaccinate your fucking kids <laughs> Okay. Just had to get that out. <laughs> love you, man. Talk to you soon. All right. Love you, buddy. Mindwave is produced by Studio Stargazer. Copyright 2019.